Welcome to another episode of the Muscle Hustle Podcast. I'm your girl, Copes. Make sure to subscribe at the Muscle Hustle Podcast on all social media platforms and also Click, 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 y'all. I need them clicks. All right, subscribe, subscribe. Also, make sure to check out the website, www.themusclehustlepodcast.com. Again, I'm your girl, Copes, and I'm here with the goat himself, Mr. We here at TikTok Garden, right across from Liquid Lounge in the Galleria area. This is that kickback spot. If you don't know, I'm telling you now, make sure to come check this out. We got a game going on right now. We're gonna be playing Uno later on. I'm gonna be kicking up ass. Um, yeah, and I'm probably going to jump on the ones and twos as well, too. But yeah, killer. What's good, man? Nothing much. Just working on these projects, man. Staying busy, getting far. Staying in shape. You know, making shit healthy as well. You know? Bro, you I always doing a lot. I you do always on the move. I do the most. You, you, I, I'm glad you know that. I do the most. Yeah. I, I try. I mean, because once you stop moving, you stop moving. Once you stop moving, you stop moving. You gotta be consistent in everything. That seems to be the, the main word across the board for a lot of the folks that I've been interviewing lately is the fact that consistency. That is the key to everything. Feel like it? 100%. Why do you say that? If you consistently do anything, you can master what you do. A lot of people that just do shit just be jacks of all trades. They don't ever master shit. That's true. That's they're not consistent at one thing. Because what makes you great at something is the consistency. You've been in fitness for as long as you've been in fitness, you understand if you lay off, it don't pay off. Yeah, cause no, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team Oxtails right now, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can just tell you yo, buddy, you see how Infinity is being taken? No. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. I'm still beast. Oxtails. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Um, so here's the thing, like, okay, how are you able to... I'm gonna just keep it a buck, stay relevant right now. You win the game for a minute. That's the key, you know what I mean? Like I say, consistency. That's what keeps your relevancy in where it is. Like, I look at the greatest, like some of the greatest. My favorite dude of all time is Holy. All right, so if those who don't know, and if you don't know, you whack, okay? Um, This is Mr. The, the Goat himself, Kelly Calderon, lyricist. Lyrical genius, in my opinion, um, who literally, I didn't even know until I moved here that he was actually a Bostonian, all right, the way he be moving. I really thought he was up top and just had family down here. Um, you couldn't even really tell. And there's no shame to anybody that, that you know, you know, is born and bred in Houston that, that moved like that. But it's just the fact that, like, he just... You're just different. You, do, you, you are separate from a lot of the other artists that are from... I never, I never grew up listening to a lot of it. I've had the best of my world my entire life. Okay, when you say that, okay. Being a Houstonian, like I grew up on both ends, on the north and the south. So you ain't really one of the people who just like, oh, I play south side, I play north side. No, I'm dead in all the way through and through. Okay. The north, my heart. You know what I mean? Like I'm be on the north. My mother's from the north side, my dad's from the south side. What's considered north side? So north side, anytime. So this is how we break it out of music. Once you cross the George R. Brown Convention Center, that's the one. Oh, 
rapping in the car. I'm like, second man. I, I've started it. A lot of people because I write all of my music in the car, and I can explain why I do that. Ninety percent of your music is consumed in the field. Say that again. Ninety percent of your music is consumed in the field. So what I did every time anybody see me in the car, I'm on my way to the church. That's my lyrical exercise before I do my body exercise. Almost like kind of like something out the group workout and yeah. something like that. Okay. Okay. So I'm 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 lyrically exercising my brain, my thought process, and my soul. Would you say that's almost like a form of meditation in a sense? 100%. Because everything is not, none of that shit is written down. I exercise my mind with, with flow patterns and cadences, and I say shit over and over in my brain. And I, it's pretty much me writing the ball in my brain to where it's just like, you know how a lot of people go in the gym and they got their workout on the notepad and right. they got it in their phone? Right. Once you've done it so much, it's repetitiously did it in your mind, you got it. That's true. So when I don't comes, I don't really like just that. what a lot of people don't know, I don't go in the car just to first take it through it. I'm riding around listening to the beat, composing shit in my birth. Uh before you even go live. Before I even go live, I I I premeditated each. I feel that. But it's all up here. But it's a skill at the same it time. Is, I've been doing this shit twenty years. It's a fucking skill. It's a fucking skill so how'd you start? So basically, you probably said this on a, a whole bunch of yeah, other stuff, but this it, to me, it, it, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's easy. Like me growing up, when I first seen we had a cable my entire life, being a hood, I never really liked the local shit like that. Once I seen Rap City and I seen Five Freak, I knew that's what the fuck I wanted. One hundred percent. Me growing up, seeing the existence of hip hop, and it's fifty years of hip hop. Me seeing, me being 40, and me seeing the pocket. You what? 40. Go ahead. Yeah. 40 plus. We're going to say 40 right now. Um, and being in hip hop 10 years older than me. You know, me seeing the hip hop start from where it started. Seeing the fashion, and that, that shit really came full circle, if you know about Yeah, of course. Fashion is really made a whole loop. Yep. Hip-hop is made a whole loop, yep. again. Yep. And seeing Rock Hill, seeing EPMD, seeing Big Daddy Kane, seeing Rock CL Smooth, seeing Cool G Rap, seeing The Woo, seeing all these shit rock bottom to the top. Seeing NWA, seeing East, seeing all this shit as a young man coming, I said, bro, I'm doing that. It was either that or Hooper, and I know a lot of motherfuckers here who can say that, but I naturally, I got some. And I'm going to come for that. So I got some. So you mean Hooper? I got some. I got some. <laughs> I ain't going to toot toot like a motherfucker, but I got some. But I knew that shit. From the jump, it was either all that I knew rapping is what I wanted to do. And me growing up on the north side of Houston, and me growing up on the south side of Houston, God put me around the building of H Town Hip Hop. I literally grew up with H Town Hip Hop. Hold that
Yeah. So I basically I grew up with A-Sign Hip Hop. And I mean by that, when I was on the north side, I was around Trinity Bar Cartier. I was around Deep. I was around Ice Water Slaughter. I was around Street Limited, where they talk about margin hours, how that I was there. I seen and witnessed all this shit. I was around Park Pop. I was around Dead Gang. I was around all this shit. When I first approached Slaughter and told Slaughter, I wanted to rap. I stole my cousin notebook. That nigga was writing raps. Shit wasn't even mine because I did not know how to write. Gotcha. So I ended up taking a bag to him and they say, read this shit to me. And I start reading this shit. And I can remember this shit like yesterday. I read the rap and start laughing like, nigga, that ain't good. They ain't good. Still your shit up, nigga, come back and fuck with me. So I'm around these niggas every day because these are my brother's friends. So me and my brother, my brother being South Park, I'll be on the north of my mom. Everybody that was older, we should be in. So I grew up around Fat Pack. I grew up around I was at schoolhouse. No key. No everybody that's in school was I got my name from school of Okay. My uncle is OG, you know, Kojak, that's Ron G, one of the owners of Dead and Ruffles. We came in. I grew up around all this shit. So it wasn't shit for Fat Fat and to be in my brother's house. Gotcha. It okay. wasn't shit for me to see out. It wasn't shit to see that. But it, it wasn't no hand out, though. It was never that. I didn't even, I thought the niggas couldn't rap. Really? I was like, that shit not genuine. But this what you, a lot of motherfuckers didn't understand in the beginning. That shit. It was street niggas at first. It wasn't even rappers in school. Right. Okay. I was around when it wasn't number street. Gotcha. And then the rappers came. And it was just a movement at that. And it was a movement. And it was the most beautiful movement because the one, one of the guys in school of Cleveland that noticed I could rap was Big Coach. Yeah. Coach and House. And so the first couple of rappers professionally that I was on that was Big Rapper was Big Coach and House. But they called me, but I, I didn't have a name at the time. I was Kyle. They was like, that nigga home. That nigga, I, I did not. I mean, at this point, I'm like, from elementary to middle school, when I started rapping, I could cut a beat on and I could just go. I did not know how to write shit. So, come around ninth grade, one of my best friends, Frank Neal, he was in football juveniles. He was signed to rap. Uh, Michael Watts used to come do talent shows at Ball Joy in my school. And so I wrap my ass off. I'll be at lunch, motherfuckers will come around me. I'll be going off to yes. shit at lunch. So we in class one day, and they say, nigga, you know, like a sacrifice. Yeah, and I'll be tearing his ass up. So Nitty was like, from you, though. Yeah. So Nitty like, nigga, you know not I write this shit? Well, and they say, nigga, this, I bet you try to write balls. It was history. It was over. That's the nigga that taught me how to write a rap. Once that nigga did that, it was over. I would literally have a backpack. I would fill up notebooks. I would just be constantly writing. I would never need to be. But I had raps. Anytime he come on, I wrote this shit so much. I got on like a Mac computer and shit just in my head. So anytime I'm anywhere and they could have beat on, I'm going stupid. So let me ask you this, in doing something like that, right, and, and, and sharpening that too, you ever sleep? Your mind ever turn off? No, it don't. That's the problem. That's right? the problem. It's like, I, so hear, I hear sounds, and I hear, and, and I see 
pure sound. Like the only motherfucker that I know that say he got that problem is Kendrick Lamar. He say he didn't see sound. And that shit is just like that. When I hear a beat, I got a five second move. That motherfucker come on in five seconds, I'm going. And if, it, if if my mind don't plead to it, I get the fuck away from it. I don't get stuck. I don't really, I, for the past week I had writer block because I've been going through a lot of things, but mentally my mind worked. Once my mind cut on, it don't cut off. So the fact that you've been in this game and the fact that you even just said what you just said just now, you've been in this game for so long, you yourself skilled them all, time in, you still get writer's block. Yeah, because it depends on the emotion. You know, your brain is a your brain is a tool to it. Your brain is a is a And how do you break out of that? And it's it's just like dieting, bad food. You put bad shit in your brain, it's gonna cause your brain to react bad, put bad shit in your body. When you say bad shit, what we talking like it's bad like energy, bad, bad energy, bad, bad speeches, bad you around stress and all this shit. You know what I mean? Life be life thing. Life be life, but at the same time, me. I got a weird way that I, I, I'm an artist too. I paint, draw, I do everything. I do my best work under a Michael Jordan under pressure. When I'm stressing, I'm understanding that shit. When I be saying that shit out loud, they be like, listen, like, you weird. Nah, it's it's like, like pressure. I, I, I love it. It's orgasmic almost. Because I get to prove, prove to a motherfucker that, oh, you're gonna put the pressure on. Oh, I'm finna perform. I'm finna go stupid. When everything good and cool, I might don't perform as fast. When I'm going through some shit, they be like, man, that nigga need to go all over this bitch. That nigga need to go through something. That nigga finna go stupid when you go through something. I feel like that's, that's like your best, best yeah, work at that. Yeah, yeah, when I'm going through shit. But even like, I don't draw until I'm stressing. Really? Yeah, I don't paint draw none of the time shit. I'm a, a beast of this shit. Excuse me, they fat out, nigga. You know, nigga, it's off season. Nigga. I'm, 
I'm hey, I'm going to do what I do because do I'm off-season. I'm off-season. Not improvement. Just off-season. Off off-season. <laughs> like you said, I'm the off-season. The off-season. The off-season. The off-season. Right now. Yes, I'm off-season. I'm going to say that right now. You got to know that because look what the fuck we doing. All right. And what a lot of niggas don't know, this is the worst shit. Yeah, they do me. We, we, we. But when you know what the fuck you doing, to us, junk, this junk food that a nigga can burn off. A lot of people that just getting in the gym. We ain't even sponsored, but that's the point. We ain't sponsored. Yeah, we need to pay us. <laughs> God damn it. You give me goddamn air, air time, dog. This shit is like this. I love this shit. You're I love this shit. I love That is the best drink. To me, like that shit. This is why we take you. Whatever the job from the other side to the other side. Like a motherfucker. This, this, I the fuck with you. I'm like a motherfucker. This, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. They just been in a chunk because uh been working on Minister's Society. So I built the actual car that Kane was in, threw Kane out here, let Kane get in the car. I seen a little bit of that. Yeah, and um, I got him narrating the whole project. What's been taking so long because it's a work of art to me, it's a hard piece. One thing about music is timeless. You making timeless music, I don't give a damn how long it takes to make it. I want, I want perfection. Perfection. And so what I'm doing is I'm redoing the soundtrack from the movie with everybody that was on the soundtrack. Wow. And I have him narrating like I'm him. And the things, the last things I was waiting on, I was trying to get the readers take on to talk to, and I'm trying to get the two short features. And there's a few features on it that I want to get that was in the movie. I can't do high five, rest of pieces, no high right. five. I can't do, uh, can't do R. Kelly, obviously. Yeah. I still fuck with Kelly. I don't get down with nobody else. Kelly's a man. I mean, music is music, regardless. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the person, we're talking about music. Yeah. It, but it yeah. with a lot of people, like, real talk. And then, you know, uh, me and Slim, we're working on the Boys in Blue project right now. The Boys in Blue. Boys in Blue. Okay. It's our boss, I'm working on that. We're going to tap into that. Yeah. And uh, I'm working on a project with one of my guys that I've been in the music business with a long time, which is. Out in in house producer DJ Young Sam working on the project right now, and I, I'm dropping the Lorraine Motel two, which is gonna be called the Autobahn Dog. Lorraine Motel. So that's what Dr. King was saying. Yes, 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 yes. Allegedly, that's a whole different conversation. So part two of it is, uh, is gonna be called the Autobahn Ball or Mount Mitchell. Interesting. Yeah, I'm big so. That's just creative right there. Yeah. So you're you're okay. Let's let's bring it back. You are definitely hands on when it comes to you're considered independent, right? One hundred percent not signed nobody. Myself and my child. Yeah. And but you were signed at one point in time, right? Yeah, I, I was signed to a major lady. Okay. Yeah. What major lady was that? Innocent. Innocent. Okay. And then 
what, what's the thing with Slim? Uh, Most Right. Okay. Is that at the same time, or is that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Once I came in, once me and Slim got together, so I got through Slim, that was Slim through Poker. Me and Big Poker had a group of Bristol used to get Poker about Bob's time, which consisted of me, him, Chris Moore, my partner, Jimmy, my other partner, Rick, all right through the group, and my partner, Coach. We had a clip called Bob's time. Which we still rip this shit to the death. Hey, you know, man, um, real quick. Yeah, we rip this shit to the death. It's a family thing. Um, Chris Wall was fucking with Slim at the time. This one, the north side, south side shit was going on a little bit. And I hear that I come from both ends. Nobody never really knew. Was I south ball? Was I weak from um, Trinity Hall? I claimed both. Okay. I mean, I rip both of them. Fuck who feels any type of way. I own shit type of things. Only that's how to do it. Um, yeah. Chris Wall um, was already doing a lot of mixtape things with Slim and Slim. I want to be able to suit I want to murder the North and South and Bad Smokefucker. South and Bad Smokefucker young dudes from the North. I'm going to really click and do a comment about something. I came over there. Before then, I was still Kyle. So her uncle, Mike B from School Little Clifton B. Poker, gave me a name. Kyle Young, because my name was Kyle. Right. Michael Corleone, which. My D calls itself Kyle. He's just talking to Southside Twain. Okay, okay. I'm Kyle, so with, with Leon, when I met up with Slim, every time I came on on a song, I either killed the nigga or I killed the beat. So that's why I got Killer and Kyle. And there you had it. So two legendary crews gave me the name. Screwed up click gave me Kyle. My north side legendary nigga Slim named the Killer. So where Kill Bill come from? That's the damn movie. Because I'm Bill. So it comes from the movie. Everybody can say Bill, I'm Kill Bill. That's my other half. Everybody have the Kill Bill. I, I was the first in two chains. I was Saddam, two chains, two chains to kill. Because I always wore two chains all the time. When the shit wasn't necessary, I'd put on three four to my fucking. I love Jerry the devil. Yeah. Dope came from me feeling like I'm self-proclaiming myself, I feel like, but... But you stand on that, though. There's a lot of people who could self-proclaim, but then it's like, oh, what the, the fuck? The actual goat to me is Scarface. Okay. Why I say Scarface is the goat? Because everybody that is the baddest motherfucking rap, Scarface is their favorite rap, and Scarface calls me the baby. Gotcha. He calls Real me the baby, though. It's the first time my mom at the call so
can't even tell you what he got. G-Wagon, maybe? I think that's what it is. All black. I'm not even going to put it on crushy like that. But anyway, Scarface pull up behind me next month. Yeah. I look. Rearview mirror, and I'm just like, nah, I can't be. Yeah. I step outside. When I say a shorty was stuck, I was all the way stuck, frozen and yeah. all. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Come on, roll out of my shoe like, yeah, I was like, mom, Scarface behind us. She's like, who is Scarface? Scarface. She touched. She was like, rap, rap. I was like, yeah. My, my mom got a rich accent. Thick as shit. She was like, nah. She stuck her head up. She was like, go say something to him. I was like, no, no, no. No, no. I, I want to. I want to. She was like, you really about to be pussy right now? Go say something to him. Man, missed opportunity. I ain't say nothing. I went inside, yeah. paid for the punk. Knowing I had my card. Yeah. I was like, I gotta get away. I gotta breathe. Came back outside. He was still there. That shit was hilarious. But yeah, yeah. I had to. But yeah, so he called me the baby though. And lyrically he said that he said don't drink, you know that motherfucker's like, To me, I did this thing about Scott's your daughter. It wasn't even about the money, because I feel like if you do anything good, the money gonna come. Good and anything you do. But when you want your craft to really help with yourself. I felt like I made once I heard that, once I heard MC said. Once I heard Jada say it, once I heard Fab say it, once I heard Faith say it, once I heard Bun say it, it solidified. More so our Faith, because we just did my time too. It's all over Faith. So what advice would you give to these young rappers, not the Fugazi ones that are just trying to But the in. thing is, I don't even, anybody doing anything with this shit, call him out, I salute him. You know what I mean? Why you say that? I mean simply because any black man trying to do something other than down the culture for black folks, and you trying to do what you do, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna tell you this shit black. I ain't gonna say that. Don't be true. It's bullshit. When we do, one thing we do know is that uh, I will definitely be truthful. Definitely will. I don't. I don't. I tell everybody. I'm There's a realist. No, no, no cap I'm a, I calm down. Have you really? Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like being real is a lost art. But, you know what I mean? I feel like as an OG, whatever they like to call it, whatever, I feel like I got a responsibility to these motherfuckers right But there's so much sensitivity out right now. Everybody, we got the motherfuckers that used to get bullied, they the bullies now. Facts. That is true. In every organization. They, they're the bullies now. And they're allowed to tell they you they did not say nothing about us or your ass counsel. Did not say this to counsel. You can't even be truthful. It's more truth in the lie than it is in the truth. That's true. Everybody got to tell right now. Talking about facts or, or putting it. Because really it fucked my money up. It fucked my money up. Yeah, because. Going from half a million organic followers to 70,000, you know what I mean? That that anytime I say I drop merch, I do anything, boom, it go. I drop a project, I tell them up on the dish, right? Before they fucked up the algorithm. We talk about like what I told you? Yeah. Like we tell you about powerful social media is. If you got a natural million followers, uh -huh. you only need a dollar for each one of them. Facts. One dollar Facts. Only. If you got followers only, that are organic. So what they do now is they control the algorithm because unlike any other TV station, it's damn near like putting a Super Bowl commercial. 
So you have a, a platform that was created where you can gain all your own followers, which is fans. And you can interact with these fans. And if you sell something, you don't have to pay taxes or nothing to the app that you own. It's a free commercial thing. And right. you can touch the world. Right. And when you cut on video, they can see everything, everything you got going on. Yeah. So you, you, you think you can monetize it. Yes. Before they created an ad room so they can monetize it and make money now. You gotta pay to, to touch your whole following. Right, 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 right. That whole brand thing. So if you right, got a right. hundred thousand followers, you probably ain't touched nothing. Nine dollars. Interesting. So when they do the reels and they do all this, yeah. they gauge it off. You can connect more with a reel than you can with an actual picture. But I'm saying that to say this: Why I start rapping in the car and I start doing all this is because my my following allowed me to do that and I can naturally touch my fans. And a lot of things about being independent, when you already have an existing fan base, why am I gonna get a million with the middle man when I can go straight back straight to the source myself? And I can make the money myself. So where if I got a million followers, I can get a dollar from them motherfuckers every day if I want to. Is your platform mainly IG or do you kind of tap into YouTube? I tap into, I tap into YouTube, I have a YouTube as well and I, I try to do the TikTok shit but the thing is when you try to do so much shit at it's one time right. you got management definitely it's me i'm a street nigga at the end of the day when i hustle in the street i ain't need management to conduct my okay business. so as far as anybody else on your team right oh i got team members that that, that facilitates you. Okay, how many would you, how, how many would you I got say? two other niggas on my team. Okay, okay, all right. And, and that's and it's a matter of, but more, more than likely, you're pretty, you're pretty hands-on. 100% hands-on okay. because I don't need another nigga to talk to another nigga about my money, it's my money. Thank you, okay, And all it right. just takes proper management skills and etiquette and you gotta be a people person. So I can negotiate for myself. I don't need no nigga to walk in and talk, talk for me. And talk for me. No, that, that's just my thing. You know what I mean? It works. But it works. It works for me because I don't got to. Why well, I'm gonna give a nigga twenty percent of my motherfucking money just for conducting a conversation? But you say you gotta be money. confident because right now it almost seems like it's forced down your throat to actually have representation. Yeah, it's like people don't need to be able to talk to me. But at the, at the end of the day, I mean, I really feel like I can do that shit myself. It's hurt me a lot, and it's helped a lot too. Because if, you know, because if I had certain management that I already got certain type of relationships, they can walk me into certain things and I can have a lot of more shit going on. But to another independent, I can tell you, a publicist is worth more, way more than a member. Okay. I'd rather be a publicist 25 to 5,000 a month for publication than I would a manager, giving them 20% of my motherfucking earnings. Give me a favor, what's the difference? So publicists, they tap you into every market for us publications, okay. your magazines, your interviews, putting you with people that can market you correctly, a publicist markets you correctly. Okay. And any any business, you need a publicist. Okay. So because, what do you think of a manager? So a manager pretty much facilitates your day to day. And anybody that's looking to pay you, a management conducts all of you. handles your day to day business. So you can basically get that yourself if you don't want to. Definitely, if you got a strong enough mind, if your mind's strong enough to deal with, because a lot of people are telling you, like, damn, you don't really need to do that. 
if you're not an organized person, or you might be organized, you might not be organized. And if you're an organized person, you get up and be better than shit yourself. It's just to each his own. If you don't feel like really talking to people, all you want to do is just rap. Right. You need a manager in the books. I don't want to deal with this. I trust you would know this. I got trust issues. So I feel like my See how long it took me to set up your lights, right? I got trust Because you want shit done the right way. The right way the first time. You got you got an image, you know, it's not just an image. You have a, a, a creative site where you want things to flow the you way know, you want them to flow. You want things done the way you want it done. So. I dream about this shit. So it's like in the end, it's just like, okay, what I see is what All I you got to do is be an organized person. If you're, if you're very organized, you're not scatterbrained. Because we're tired, I don't know if you're scared of our ass. That's right. That's right. Wait, what are you doing? 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 Wait, we are psychopaths, we're insane, and we are narcissists. Because we're selfish. When you're creative, you're very selfish. Yes, okay. I'll take and that. to do to keep doing the same thing over and over to get it right the first time, it's insane. Fine. I'll take that too. We break it down like that. I'll take But that I'm selfish as fuck. With myself. I love the fuck out of it. That's a different type of, like. But it can be narcissistic too. Self. It can be narcissistic. You know, since like since the self. internet, you know, since the internet, that's the like the go-to word right now. Narcissist. It's like everybody just I learned that shit too. too. I think everybody learned that shit too. Gaslighting too. That's another word. Everybody going to therapy. So you know what they're doing. Everybody is going to therapy. So they're learning therapy terms, and everybody is using therapy terms on everybody else. Yeah. They're pushing the narrative. Yeah, You're gaslighting me. <laughs> I tend to use that shit a lot too. I like it. I Stop. You're it. gaslighting me. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, so we're going to go back to switching from being signed, right? Like because I, I did have that interview with Slim, you know what I'm saying? He kind of told me his transition and having signed artists and then moving to a point where it's just like just him by himself. Definitely. And, and, and how that, how, so in a sense, like that, right? Okay, so break that down as far as like how that moves with Interscope, you said, right? Interscope. So once there? we got in, you know, before we got there, you know, us as a group, we had it all together. Okay. We showed them what we was worth. We was doing this shit ourselves. So what was took it man. job as far as they fucked up a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't understand Texas music. So it was a bunch of uh, a lot of divide and conquer shit going on. Because okay. everybody when they when the Texas wave hit, everybody wanted a piece of that's how they wanted a piece of So everybody within these groups got split up. And they wouldn't even let people work together. But you got to think, we come from independent. Even though you coming as a unit. Yes. They didn't want a lot of people working together. Like, because But if you're solidified and you come in as a unit, you should have broken. And they was coming in trying to rewrite history. 
they was trying to make our sound and trying to put our they sound. They was trying to shift the sound like that ain't gonna really work across the board and all you hear shit. And it was like, why the fuck you coming fucking with these people? When we know how to do what we do, we can go right home. We got our own fans. That's why you came to us in the first place. So why you were trying to change where they broke? Yeah, so that was the thing. Went from Indiscope, we went to Koch, and then went back to just for independence. Where you, they come, you get A&Rs, a motherfucker telling you how to do what it is. You know how to do Telling you what type of music you need to make the break in these markets. To where that's when 360s and all this shit came about. Because if I got my own fan base, why need to switch up and get somebody out of this market? When I got my own sound, why I need to sound like them to break in their market? That's going to make, that ain't going to do nothing to add to what they do. It's like I'm coming over here riding their coattail when I need to be broke in these markets off my own sound. Okay, so the question would be then why you go to them in the first place? Why you take that deal? We took the deal based off trying to spread this shit internationally. And it was a good Spread your own sound. Yeah, and, and pretty Take much. Your market, you know, and, and, and the deal was like, damn, the deal was the thing it. to do. Get over there, you got 50 cents. When we signed over there, everybody, that's when everybody came by. We were around the 50 cents, the soldier boys, the all that shit. Okay. When that shit it's like was old first going to go digital. That shit first okay. going to go digital. And we was ahead of the curve because we knew shit was going digital. Gotcha. Okay. Because when CDs was around, that's how we made the book up. We can press okay. up a hundred thousand CDs what? and sell a hundred thousand. Listen. So mixtapes. I was good. Wait, we, go ahead. we out the trunk with mixtapes. We got all the stores. Yeah, the thing was, we like, damn, we came over here. They took us away from what it is. We know how to do it. What the fuck we gonna do that for? And then when you when you're dealing with a group as a whole, and you got so many different personalities, personalities yeah. you got so many different people that can see one person at the top. And they feel like they need to be doing what they doing, but they don't even really got the hustle. A lot of egos come in. Okay. Okay. And it was a lot of jealousy. You know what I mean? But the thing about my dog, my dog gave me an opportunity to. Who are you talking about? Sir. Okay. And that nigga, my dog, for life, I don't know. I, 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 see, I, I see how thick thick is, y'all. Yeah, whatever he doing, I'm doing. And then one thing about it, I'm going to act like whatever he doing, mine. I'm going to be split star to buster. And I'm gonna be. You see how unified it, it don't no, even matter. I'm like, gonna be Lee, always going I'm gonna be Tony Ayo the fifty. But my thing is, I ain't gonna be them niggas because I feel like that's why when, when I say we Batman and Bruce Wayne, he gonna be Batman today. I'm gonna be Bruce Wayne. We ain't gonna be Batman and Robin. We gonna be Batman. And Batman. Still got show. Yeah. You still got show. Because I wanna always wanna be able to stand on side of my nigga and be my own self. self right. And also. Support my nigga like this shit is mine. Right. right and that's right. what a lot of things we don't do in our culture. We don't support one another because we're Without so busy. Your own. Yeah. And and no matter everything we've been through, I look at them niggas like they come out my mom. I love them niggas like this. So you know what I mean? Because a nigga gave me an opportunity. Whether I did something with the opportunity or not, that's my own fault if I didn't do something. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of niggas would be bitter like, man, that nigga ain't let me do this, now. you just didn't hustle on them. Right. Because right. it's niggas that come from under, I can tell you one nigga that come from up under that umbrella that shine harder than a lot of niggas, and that's every dollar. That's us. Okay. Okay. And me, him, and Slim, we are the boys who collectively still because we all hustle. We got our own shit going on, 
and we don't have to coach on each other, but we coach on each other. Right. Brothers. We don't live in each other. Then when you're coming together, it's still fine. It's 100% lava. It's the lava. Yes. Because everybody got their own, everybody got their own fan base, everybody their own man. And it is what it is, you know what I mean? Right. Them niggas make me step my game up to a thousand. When my nigga pulled a level out, it felt like, goddamn, I pulled it up about two. You know what I mean? And the nigga, I his bike. And the <laughs> nigga is the most consistent nigga ever. He told me a rap a day. That's what he told me. A rap a day. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's what we So, what we normally do when we go work on a project, we had a whole skill set of what we do. We create five records a day when we was a crew. And being that it was a crew, everybody come in with one verse. So that's one song. If it's seven, eight niggas, it ain't no reason why we can't make five records. We'll make 25 songs at the end of the week. And we gonna pick the best songs out of the 25. But whatever we don't pick, we put the bitches to the side. So we still got a vault of music over here and we make it more songs. So now it went from the one a day, they can make more than that easily. But it's just being consistent and sharpening your sword. Because it ain't no inspiration that I'm using. But, okay, I'm glad you said that because that's the most part right there. Everybody thinks it's a time. You know what I'm saying? No. You got this lane right here. Shit is and I'm going to talk, talk about myself as well, too, just in the creative aspect. You know what I'm saying? When you want something done so bad, but you want it done in a certain amount of time, and it's just like you just feel like if you don't make it here, you're basically expendable here. Watch this. When you were growing up, I'm sure everybody in the black household remember this shit. Your mama, when she cleaned up the house on Saturday, let up out of the window, vacuum, clean shit, she put her in. All of them songs that she played during that cleanup, that she stuck with you. It's all back. I'm, I'm still scratching. I need a baby. I don't know nobody that don't go back to the bank and play angel. That's the time to run. Period. So when you, I need a baby. is doing residencies. Yes. In Vegas. She's coming here in December and I bought tickets to the show. She'll be here in December. How many tickets did you get? See, I'm taking my mother. I'm taking my mother and I'm taking my, my mother's sister. So my mom's sister used to think she was just straight. Oh, yeah, they got two sisters. They got two sisters. But I'm saying that process. to say this. They're still 20. And this kid is 20, don't know who the fuck I need to make her head. But motherfuckers, they Think about it, don't even know. Think about the eyes. This nigga 80. 80. Selling a bitch out. Frankie Beverly ass broke ass. And the nigga don't even sound like the same Frankie Beverly. Still, just because don't nobody give a fuck. Just because it's Frankie Beverly out there, they watch it. So it ain't no issue with that grace thing. Hell yeah, Cool J just seeing them in it. Like, y'all niggas is making a cap on rap because y'all niggas can't hustle. Y'all niggas don't know how to stay relevant. Relevancy is, a, is standing in these people's faces. Who's the most iconic rapper to you right and this your podcast, imagine this. Oh, I can tell you. Oh. Snoop. Snoop is, okay. I'm going to tell you why he's the most iconic rapper. Your grandmother, your mama, you, and a three-year-old child know who Snoop is. 
way more iconic than Jay-Z. Yo, grandmother, right? This nigga got a cooking show with Martha Stewart. Okay. Let me see that. The nigga got wine. This is outside of rap. This the is the entity. The nigga got a Sketchers and shit. The got nigga yeah, with yeah, yeah, gangster right. shit on Frustrated. He's a whole crib selling clothes, cereal. The nigga is the most iconic rapper ever. And because he's transcended, transcended time in every generation. I never your great before. your great grandmother know who the fuck so. Okay. Boom. Your grandmother, your mama, you that's your true. Auntie, that is true. I your child and a three-year-old fucking top of those who that's that that it, it don't get no more relevant than Snoop Dogg. Oh. You're right, you're right, you're right. I get that. I get that. You can name a bunch of niggas. That's true. I think that's what I was trying to do with name a bunch of niggas. But uh, iconically, Snoop is the most iconic. I give you that. Wow, right across the board, I give you that. We're talking entity, not necessarily just rap. In relevance, he's the most relevant international. Period. Okay, I give you that. I definitely give you that. I definitely. Yeah. You going to the Beyonce concert? Yeah. Concerts. Just but I was more Nita though. Do if I'm involved. But you don't really do I've been to damn near every song. I just if I'm involved, so you know what I, I just went to anybody know me and I'm gonna look at the camera. You went to Trace Room, right? I'm a fucking Josie for that. I'm Sade and Josie. I'm gonna tell you how stupid I am. So we had the show. Sade was coming to Houston on our last tour. I spent 4,500 tickets. Front row center stage. Yeah, 4,500 tickets. That is a car. We had a show. I couldn't even go to the concert. We had like a televised, like a real note show. And I couldn't go to the motherfucking concert. You know how bad I wanted to go to the motherfucking concert? Wait, I missed what? the show. How you missed the show? But I, I had $4,500 that you spent. Yeah, but I, I had uh, time to perform with front millions. And I, I couldn't pass that up. I had to do what I did. Sell the tickets? That was all the tickets. That was you. You can wrap this shit. <laughs> everybody know me. That shit is tatted on my body. Like, I love that one. That's right. You do have her face on your thigh. Yeah, I love that one. Anybody know me? I don't listen to rap in my company. Tell me that. I don't listen to rap at all because you become subjective to the shit you listen to. Wayne just made an interview with him. Like he don't really listen to niggas. He hear I hear shit, but I don't be caught up listening to it. But it's a bunch of young niggas that I do listen to. I'm about to say it might be possible they make statements and shit like that. Trying to get you niggas are telling me to listen to this shit, but it's niggas that I listen to. Who you listen to now? On the rap side? Yeah. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. I love ESTG. Okay. That nigga is dope as fuck. I, I, I love it. And it's like crazy because I can't just spit them out. Right. But that's like one of the niggas that I really genuinely. Okay. That a nigga that I re go back to his music, it's that nigga. Who else? I love everything out of Detroit. He's one of my favorite rappers. Detroit is hitting right now, for sure. They, they definitely hit. 
I love Babyface. Right? I love Babyface. Right? I love Babyface. Right? I love Babyface. I don't really listen to. If you want to be honest, I love All Star Jones. I don't listen to shit but Detroit rappers. Them niggas, you know why? Because them niggas make hustler music. They don't make the shoot them up bang bang, bang shit. They it's all about get money shit. But lyrically, they also jamming. talk about something where I can actually understand. They not mummering. Half the stuff that's going Do on. yourself a favor. Don't listen to Payroll and Jim. Okay. Please don't listen to Payroll. Please don't listen to Peace. Don't listen to Peace. Okay. Oh my God. But them the niggas that I'm a jam on the rap side. Okay. And my favorite Houston rap is OT Fast. That nigga is the truth. Okay. Andy, baby. The truth. Jeremy. The truth. Lyrically, here, go listen to you guys too. So I listen to niggas now. Okay. I listen to niggas. Now, when they come to you and be like, yo, put me on. I, I can't really, I'm still in the mix. I'm still in the dugout waiting to go up the bat. So it's kind of hard for me. But they see but you as the coach. Bunch. They see you as OG. I write a lot of shit now. I'm getting fucked up. I write a bunch of shit. Do you do any Yeah. I love doing that, though. I was about to say, how, how you like I love it. Okay. I really, do, I really want to stop and just do that. Really? Yeah. Why? Because oh, I'm like, two of my idols is hard to be like, because I can write this shit too. The okay. dream is the baddest motherfucker with a penis. Yo, and yeah, he's so underrated. Nigga ain't underrated. You think about Beyonce mouth and they broke. He's still underrated. Anything they give, they give more come, clout to Neil than they do to him. Anything come out of Beyonce mouth. They give it's more clout to Neil's rich. And like fucking the dream. My favorite rappers, I got a five. Okay. My five don't like don't be five. Don't matter. Oh, Scarface. Okay. Jade Kids. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. I gotta do one more. Yep. Got my fingers down. You got one more. How the hell made the music up? Because it changed so much. Change something. Maybe low five music on the elevator now. So I see Hove, Face, Jaden, Fab. Ooh. You said five, so that you have to hit me with five. I gotta give you one more. Cause ain't nobody fucking with me. Oh, Ross and not too. Okay. Ross. Ross and man. What's this? Ross and nigga. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm and telling you. And I'm gonna tell you the two niggas that I think is them niggas on the rap side of being flamboyant, bossed up. Ross and son. I watched that nigga. I watched that nigga count the M since seventeen. Let me some chill. That's my nigga. He the realest nigga. Not humble, just chill. He very humble. 
I don't like that word. He's very, you a New Yorker. Y'all don't like the word. Y'all niggas is rude. No, we not. First off, I'm from Tennessee. I'm not from New York. I'm from Tri-State. Okay, but no, it's not that. I don't like that word because it basically makes it seem like you can't stand on your own. Like, it's like, okay, no, I have... But now it's like, humility. I'm going to say humility. That would be a better word. Right? What you think? We cool with that? I'ma tell you, them the only that's rap, limitless. them the only rap that's niggas, that's them on, them the only two rap niggas that I see shit on niggas, and they don't really try. They to don't try. Shit. They don't try to. Do. Like one of my favorite. And artists. I get to smile. And I'm like, that's my that's my favorite. One of my favorite artists, Buster. I call him Uncle. Buster, Buster. It's a bad motherfucker. But even like, okay, he's standing on his own. Regardless. I got so many niggas that's just bad niggas. But listen, when he tapped him and decided to do food, like, really, he's standing on his own. Flip on all that. You know what I'm saying? Flip always got his back. Regardless, I've seen him. There's a right hand Period. That's why you, when you see my nigga, you he, see me. It don't matter what he put out. But when he decided, when he brought out Extinction 2, he decided to put Ross on that joint. That made that flow for that song that he put up. I'm gonna tell yes, you this. Shit. Five top albums. Give me your five top albums. Oh, who? Albums in here. Shit. Don't do me like that. You know what? I fucked up. My number one. Who? My first and the number one. Yeah, fuck up on that. Pop. I'll say that's your, that's your fifth. Pop. That's your number one. Pop my number one. Everybody else slow on me. I'm gonna leave that but I'm going to tell you Don't my five. <laughs> yeah, I got you. The five top albums ever in the I can break them down. That's how you know that now. The fact that, the fact that, yeah, because the fact that she even said that's not going to be in there, you got it. Better than Last but not least, my filter. Life after death. Okay. That's my five for the day. I should okay. change. Yeah. Is it really? Today, that's the five. Today. <laughs> okay. I can tell you why me against the world. Pop, if, if Pop would be living right now, he'll be Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'll be Michael Jackson. He's the bad rapper. Because the nigga had the, he had the whole every package of the rapper. I mean, and the nigga like, was the nigga come out of the black. But that question, I was about to say that question and that you asked in regards to that. There he is. And that's why I tell nigga, that's why I talk Stop like I talk. Cool. That's why I talk like I talk because that nigga didn't spare you on knowledge. He was the most knowledgeable nigga with hip hop kid. No, it's, I feel like we got to get hip hop back as a culture. We let the powers that be dictate what's the shit that 
the hood I always I'm about to say, I'm, I'm about to mess the, the, brokest, the brokest shit ever was the nigga that made everything fucking, fucking the best shit ever. The ghetto made everything pop. Okay. Because if the ghetto didn't fuck with him, he wouldn't fuck with him. I like it. I, I got it. Right there in my mouth. Seriously? <laughs> I if the ghetto wasn't fucking with if it. If the ghetto didn't fuck with it, it wouldn't fuck, fuck with it. Think about hip hop, where it came from. Hip hop was started, they all get this shit out of the South Bronx. Come from the Bronx. The bottom of the bottom. Yeah. They, it, it's the DJ uh, Disco Mario. Yes. DJ Disco Mario. And Mario presented it to the world. Even then, I, I, New York, my favorite place in the world. I've heard the stories many times. So, in the South, the baddest groups in the South. What you being here? This is what the podcast I'm asking. I don't care. I need you to because I, I just told you the thing. So being in Houston, I don't. Who's a Houstonian? You, I am. Yeah. Finally, I came from the age of your, right. your address is in the neighborhood. My pinky keep falling to the side. That's so what you like, do. It do that. We we country. So I'm okay. Ah. Okay. That's about to get clown. All right. Who's what? What do you like about Houston? Outside of the brunch, it's endless. Sunday fun day is a whole experience. I I can't keep up. Sunday is my only big boss. And you don't go to sleep Sunday, and I'm moon, I ain't coming out for something. So, you're going to be back. I tried that. And wait, wait, wait. I tried that at least three times. No, but see, the other thing. No, those all, it's match. So, his thing, when I came to Houston, outside of the move, okay, outside of the move, I'm from the East Coast. This is probably the move that was not for us. Military advice. Military and also family-wise, I didn't have to, I wasn't oh, forced. Yeah, chain came, chain fucking up because I'm fucked up. I didn't put the motherfucker out. Yeah, this ain't different. I ain't locked up no fucking motherfucker. But real talk, this was probably the move that wasn't forced for me. Yeah. Growing up, I was always moving around. I didn't necessarily have time, but for the most part, outside of that, um, and then also join the military. Every move that I've made has always been forced. Every location that I've been has always been forced. Forced, if not by family, by the military. So this was a move where it wasn't forced. It was either go back to Miami or come here. Um, and I had two people. Honestly. And that's called, and, and not to cut you off. Culturally, I feel like it's four cities that has their own culture. I was too old to go to LA. Miami, okay. Houston, yes, that's well, two. New York, yes, three. LA. Atlanta, oh, the Bay, which is I'm gonna say Oakland, okay, and LA. Okay. So for me, All the Bay and LA, I couldn't really deal with because I feel like I probably got to sell a leg or something that really make it over there. I was too old to be living in my but car. But here, I'm so old. Exactly, creatively, that's what sold me. Creatively living in this area, you can buy this is a service area where, in a sense, where we could be creative as fuck, 
be able to put out anything that's service-based and still be able to excel when you put that hustle. I know this coming from the East Coast as far as me hustling the way that I move. Yeah, I was hustling, I don't have to hustle as hard. I just got to be strategic. I just realized that. I've been here two years now. I just realized that. That's the that. thing about Houston. I'm a friends with benefits type of thing. This guy. I like all my friends to be beneficial. Because if I make friends and relate, I think in this business, relationship is key. Right. And you got to maintain those relationships because you never know when or what, when, when or where you need. And it's always good to be connected. That's true to so many people. But you ever find yourself kind of hard and putting out to, to make those connections? I'm a people person. I've always been. You really? I've always been. I'm not. And my niggas are sitting there. No matter where I go, they gonna know who the fuck I am. Because I never know who's gonna be the nigga in the room that I can get money with. See, that's how it was on the East Coast. Being in a different environment right now, I'm getting to that, but it's, it's almost in itself, so I was just but like, But y'all was calculated with the hustle I know. Because the way y'all had the hustle is way different. So I hear it's a free fire. But y'all still clicked up. We clicked up. Clicked up like shit. Yeah, but it's clicks. But my thing is, I can infiltrate all the bullshit. Because I like to get the money. At the end of the day, if you're around people, I feel like everybody got to play a role. Okay. Teamwork make the dream work. Fact. And sports is so important. In order to win, everybody got to be defensively good and offensively good. And I, 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 I correlate sports with living simply because those are the game. That's the game of life. Chess is the game of life. You literally got to play that shit in life. Fact. 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 You know what I mean? You got to be around friends that's beneficial. You got to know the puns from the loops and the bitches the nights and the things you got And the most powerful piece on the board is a woman. You got to have a woman around you that knows what the fuck she's, she needs to do because a woman make a man 1,000% better. And I don't think a lot of niggas know that. Niggas be thinking they the reason for the season. And to me, and it fuck a lot of you up when I say this, I think the woman is gone. Y'all motherfuckers possess something that a month. Y'all got the guard gene. Y'all can give life. Period. I ain't never heard of father nation. Uh-huh. I ain't heard of mother, mother nation. I mean, at this point, it's not too much. There's a lot going on. Besides, they, they want you to believe a man is the least period. Because they don't want you to know that a woman is the least period. They're trying to impregnate you. Yeah. You got niggas telling you that you're better than being a woman than you. Yeah, they're like that. I don't know nothing about that. Just heard that earlier. I, I was like, like I had to bring that up. I feel like it ain't nothing you can't do to a woman. But it's a lot of shit you can't do to no nigga. It shouldn't. But I'm gonna leave it alone. What's yours? Is yours? But okay, coming back to the music. Right now, staying relevant. Right. Move with the times 2023. I know what your problems are right now. You know what I'm saying? What advice would you give to those non-tax that are seeing you? When you go live, you could you, you drop your gems. You know what I'm saying? You can win listen. 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 You know what I'm getting at, right? I already know where you're going to go. Listen. Not only listen, pay attention to everything going on. See who's still standing. 
I'm gonna I'm just tell you right now, one of the dopest niggas ever is the guy in the sauce ball. That little motherfucker figured it out. Listen, so if I gotta say slim, if I gotta say slim, anything equivalent to what we did, sauce walker is the equivalent of slim. Sauce is the equivalent of slim. Sauce is 20, 30, Seriously. I don't even think sauce 30. Oh shit. Wow. And I want his favorite rapper. I love that little Wow. I love that little I only met him in the Because he's going to listen. And all this shit that you see, the niggas that created Mark and the genius. I heard. I heard. Like I said, I only met him in passing. I should do but one. he created a clique just like Slim. And he got a clique of niggas that get to the shout out I to Peso Peso. Shout out to Rizzo. 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 Yes. Yep. So yep. I love yep. Dope as fuck. Yep. Dope as fuck. I am looking to do something where I'm going to get y'all collectively in one building and get the kind of Chocolate up amongst y'all. Well, you know, I'm always going to slip this easy. Top, top, like at least the top six or whatever, and just really wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? But the vibe of Houston all in one group. Am I, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you, being that this the Muslims, fitness is one of the key things right now. It is. And the thing is, I met all of you all after the while. I already knew you and I already knew bro just from. That's a bad, bad Again, that was the one person who I, again, I didn't know y'all was from. Like, and again, that's no shade to Houston backwards. You know what I'm saying? And like, I overstep me. I like giving niggas they flowers. Like, I'm a guard. That's a bad guy. That is a bad young creative. If I gotta say it's a nigga like me, it's him. I just That nigga a dog. Shout out to my nigga profile. Hey, bro. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I be laughing at him and snowing that jump. Etiquette. I shit on both of them niggas and jump. You heard that, right? But mind you, if you don't show up. Aha. I love them niggas, but I'm going I'm to go a little bit hard. Coach know what I do. You heard him, right? So we expect what to I see just him. called you. Yeah. My culture woman. That's my fucking lead. For y'all that don't know, this is my actual coach. Boom, bam. Oh, this is my actual coach. She the baddest motherfucker with this shit. And, you know, I gotta tell her that. And she be on my ass. I've been lacking. Period. I've been That's lacking. Okay. But I'm consistent, but. I done just told you we just put it on the ball here. Yep. We finna we approach you. Period. We have pro. to, because that was one thing pro. that was said when we're I moved pro. here. So. so that means the top of the week, we got to start the journey. Back up. Yeah. yeah. So Monday, I got to start. I'm going to say Sunday. Sunday, Monday, the last day I get to have a drink for the, for the next 18 weeks. I'm going to say 18, because six weeks after the 12, you still gotta do what you do. So we I'm got excited. maintenance phase, and then we actually got prep phase. If he ain't finished with maintenance phase, I ain't even trying to talk about going back to prep or picking up damn shelf. That list is dope. We gonna have a cameraman today. I wanna die. Now you wanna die? Like I wanna. I I don't. I don't so really me, kill in the gym, okay. and it gets you do it. Don't listen to that. 
This motherfucker's a judge. This is the advantage I got. It's actually, I got a judge. Don't listen to nothing. See, this is where humility come back in. Humility. Oh my God. She know what to do. She's the motherfucker that sit up there and gotta look at you and tell you if you're doing it right or not. But I'm gonna just show you this. That's right? the advantage. So you don't think I'm biased? We're not gonna compete in, in Houston. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about computer. I, I want to go where the big dogs at. And I don't want to do regular. I want to do classic. I don't give a fuck about that. Now we classic. Huh. You said I would. I did. He was kind of stuck on this message. He shit though. I don't okay. give a fuck about that shit. That shit ain't really. You just putting on some board shorts and you ain't got to have no legs. You got legs. I think I, I would like to think I do. I do. I'm back at damn near 235. Perfect, because I can cut up. And I'ma look like a dog at 200. I feel like at 200, I'ma look like a freak. I don't want you to get that kind of See what you think? The thing about me with the fitness shit, I wanna look good now. I, I've always worked out to look good, and I feel like that I, my woman gotta look the same. So correlating that with music. Yeah. How, how, how do you do? LL. Oh, God. Okay. He, a, he, he the blueprint. He can take the shirt off. He ain't been taking it off lately. Nigga, nigga, oh. damn near 60. But the nigga still look good, though. And the nigga did. I just went to his show. The nigga show is phenomenal. The Rock and Bell show. That I is mean, his, right? That's his shit. They get ready to do um, the island you joint, too. They're doing the island joint, too. Have to go I'm going to do the island joint. You have to go there. I just bring my passport. You have to go there. Shout out to Steve Rogers. He be rocking that, like, when Smart. I used to train him. Yeah. When I used to train him, he was always rocking That's the church. That's my big problem. You see? That's my big problem. He is, and he, 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 he wanted the niggas you better know in Houston. If you don't. So if you've never been to 5015, you ain't never been to that's Steve. Yeah. Faces. That's Steve. Yeah. Uh, Steve is one of the rock house too. Rock house. Yeah. He got a new job too with the whole vinyl thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. That yeah. shit gonna be dope as fuck. It is. Anything Steve do, that's my whole team. Yeah. I'ma do whatever Steve, whatever Steve, Steve got going on, on with it. That's my big brother. I love Steve. Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I enjoyed this. I I I appreciate you. I knew. Like, I think the way we, we just rap, talk, we we talk like this on a regular basis, and that's the reason why I wanted to make sure I had you, especially for season two. Like season one, I was like, okay, I'm testing my gangster, and I'm really trying to. It's out of my element, so I'm really trying. To no, because I think you're real good. You're good at this. I think you got this. You're a people person. I'm trying. You're one of the sweetest motherfuckers, but you in New York. I'm. She a bully too. I am not a bully. When we in the gym, she's a bug. She's going to do what the fuck. I'm just doggy dog. Like, I, I just like, listen, if I'm going to eat, you're going to eat regardless. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to grind, you're going to grind. If I'm going to work, you're going to so work. So you're an accountability partner. That's period. That's that's just what it is. I'm never going to give you something that I'm not going to do myself. I'm never going to. But you got to push motherfuckers to greatness. Period. That's the thing about it because this really your canvas. They period. see me now, this shit going to look different six months from now. It is. And this your canvas, you a sculptor. I am. Here we go. I'll be sticking in. Yeah, you sit there and make sure. 
motherfucker won't let me. You got two more, my nigga. You count wrong. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't know what type of math I do in the gym. I, she call me out on this shit all the time. I count fucked up. I, I be on um rep number eight, and I say 12. I'll put it out there. After three, I stop counting. I just be repeating numbers. But if it don't look right, I'm going to keep repeating. She will do that. She'll, she'll say, this her. One, two, three. two, three. two, <laughs> two, three, four, 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 five, six, six, six. Oh, my God. This is you? That is me. But Accountability department. She she gonna make sure you do it the correct way. One thing I've learned about the gym, it's not about correct repetition is the perfect repetition. Doing shit correctly, correctly and perfect. Period. You know what I'm saying? You take that in any situation that you do. You know what I'm saying? I take that in rep. Period. That's it. You're a perfectionist when it comes to that's rap. why I'm good with the gym shit. That's why I know I can run circles around niggas because I'm a perfectionist in there because I want perfection. I want to look like, so can I say this because we on the muscle and stuff. All you fat niggas that's training niggas. We, we, I'm finna tap into her side for the next five minutes. How the fuck is you, how the fuck you training with a nigga that you look better than? Or this green is great. Let's see what I'm saying. She's gonna run me. How you a fat nigga training somebody? It's not boxing. This is how the fuck you gonna train me? Was you once that nigga? Because I feel like you wanna look like your train. If you're a woman, cause this motherfucker be this motherfucker when she on her shit and she'll off right now. It's still I'm off season. And she <laughs> look like I need a flower. And I feel like the beauty of me working with you is because a woman know how a man supposed to look. I feel like that's the Certain beauty of a man. Stand out. Yeah. Understand what it is that you want to see, but then also knowing what it is that is attractive, right? Know what it is that is capturing because me and focus on the pretty muscles right right now we 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 see a lot of detail like we may not admit it but those that are those that are perfectionists we see a lot of detail so in the end we're just like okay and you train a lot of men and i train a lot of men i do i really do for um, competition not just for competition lifestyle as well too but definitely for competition because of the fact that i train for competition a lot of lifestyle dudes want to look like those that are going on stage but they don't want to get on stage right on. so yes i do train a lot of men um but at the same time they 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 want to be that ideal canvas that attracts women and then they approach those who are they approach me in a sense as a woman that obviously is in the sport but then also is attention to detail so it's like, okay, well, I know for a fact I want to be sexified, but then also I want to make sure shit is proportional. And then when I start teaching, because of the fact that I have that ability to do so, and it's just like, okay, now I'm understanding what everything 
is how it coincides with diet, how it coincides with um, overcompensating one side versus the other, all that other stuff. And then next thing you know, they start applying it to just life. So it's cool. That's the beauty of the gender. I feel like you got to do it as a, as a man, as a woman. I feel like more couples need to do that shit together too. I, and and I, I, I honestly started, indirectly started tapping into that. You know what I'm saying? We started seeing that approach, or at least that that, that, that started to gravitate more towards me and, and those inquiring to train me for And I've seen that, and I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's weird because of the fact that, like, when I was talking about the muscle hustle, everybody automatically, because of the fact that I was doing sport, that it was going to be all about bodybuilding. But I was really trying to push the narrative of exercising for muscles, mental, spiritual, and, and, and there you physical. Go. Well. Because you can't have one without You can't. If your can't. mind not strong, this shit not really good. You can't. And throughout can't. my journey, I've always been on hustle. But think about like, it. Hustling to get to where you need to get with this. Everything's awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything. When you at this gym, you hustling to look like. If you're not physically capable, your mental gonna be fucked up. If and you're if, not mentally capable, your is, physical gonna be fucked up. What's like, the strongest muscle on your body? Your mind will play tricks on you like the ghetto boy or something. And put you right on your ass. You know what Dwayne Wade said today? That was the dope machine. He said that nigga LeBron and everybody know I am about But this will weigh Okay, come here. Open here, go ahead. <laughs> the nigga did not like to talk about being hurt. Never, he couldn't talk about it being around. Because he said the mind will make you believe you fucked up when you're not. It's a manifestation. And it's going to limit you. yourself. Yes. If you get in there and say, I can't lift it, you won't not lift it. That's manifestation. So that whole affirmation. Your mind is the strongest shit ever. Period. Because you really can lift that shit. If you trick yourself into believing. You're already selling yourself short by saying The moment that you say, I can't do that, I can't do that. Not you will never lift it. Period. Period. My strongest max and my strongest was 425%. I feel like I can do that. I, I want to break that. And, and I want to squat 800. Not that we need to do that because I don't want to blow my motherfucking knee. Ain't no need for all that. Yeah, niggas will do that, but I'm just saying just for one day. I want to press. I never did the beat. Harrison from the Steelers, that's the only nigga I ever seen him do. That nigga, is, that nigga is like 45, and that nigga bench pressing 430 like 15, 20 reps. Yeah, but them niggas don't look like running cold. Oh my God, okay, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Thank Dot com. Show me your hands. Man, I'm Ed Killer Kylie on Instagram. I'm Killer Kylie on Twitter. K Kylie on Reddit on Facebook, man. Fuck with me like I owe you something. Okay. Period. <laughs> I appreciate y'all.